0: Hi uh, hey everybody welcome uh, to a it's time for a trending Twitter Tuesday episode and what I was thinking is we do a uh, a little bit of a like like a guided meditation style episode been I don't it, I think it's been a while since we've done one of these uh, where you know I'm gonna imb- I don't know if I'm gonna imbue you or you're gonna be imbued or we'll be we'll be doing some imbuing I wish I had a visual dictionary that I could call out and, and just look up but I think we'll be doing some Im- Im- imbu anyway. So it's a, it's Sunday morning, believe it or not. Well, Sunday is still morning. I don't know what do you call it when it's a, it's eleven forty eight when I'm starting checking these trends here. And I'll just I'll just tell you I'm pandering because it is Sunday morning, and one of the trends is also Sunday morning, which tells me that it's Sunday morning somewhere because it's trending, and it's still Sunday here morning ish. But it's too, it could be two it could be whatever day it is where you are. But I wanted to do one for the summer season. And I want to take you somewhere. You don't need to pack any bags. You, you don't need to uh, do, you don't even need any sunscreen. I want you to settle in and, and, and think about the breeze. And think about the sound of the, uh, any any mammal breathing. Yeah, I don't know if I've listened to a non, non-mammal breathing, but I think about my dog Koa. She snores, uh, but it's more of a bre- 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 breathy snore with the sound of the breath going in and out or the feeling of the breath going in and out. Uh, Because tonight we're going to be a grain of sand on the beach. And it is just Sunday morning here uh, for the beach, which is technically for the beach. It's like Thursday morning. It is a Sunday morning for the beach. uh, Or I guess every... Anyway, not important. Settle in... And that rhythmic sense of the breath is something we're used to, as a grain of sand, nestled among, and upon, and surrounded by other grains of sand. You know, we've got a form. We're an individual, but we're you know we're a collective. But we're going to be focusing just on us right now. As we feel and hear and sense the sound of the light waves breathing in and breathing out. The sea, the ocean, the great lakes, whatever body of water you picture. But we're pretty nice sand. Uh, This is a sandy, sandy beach uh, And it's morning, and we've woken, and we're lying there. The sun is above the horizon, but it's still cool on the beach. The sun is just beginning to cross the wavy strings of grass between us and I guess the boardwalk and beyond that the beach homes. And the t-shirt shops, and the you know the changing ro- essential changing rooms, with the hose, the things to spray your feet off. We wonder what today will hold for us here on this beach. right now, we just hold the sound of those lapping waves, which is just as we've been lying here, as we've been contemplating. Being, you know, almost trying to avoid self-congratulating ourselves on being the first sentient grain of sand. The, uh, we hear the swish of the waves going from a lapping to a sh- sh- shushing. There's no crashing, but compared to a lapping, you'd say it's a crashing or a fuzzing. The waves have begun to break, and we get a view... ...out there, and we can see the line of the sun coming uh, across the water. And then we hear some activity in the distance. It's just come into our uh, awareness, or our ability to hear. And it's the sound of an engine out on that water of a boat. Uh, a droning-like sound of the engine... But as the boat gets closer, you know, you'd look out at the water and you'd say it's, uh, it's transitioning from being mirror-like. Uh, and the sounds of the boat actually tell you that because it sounds uh, very calm and very, uh, very consistent except for the boom, boom, boom of tiny waves in the boat going over those tiny waves and splashing on the water. And then we hear more. We hear uh, sounds of calling, people that have rented the beach houses, children uh, yelling about sunscreen or, you know, food, eat your break. Just just chatter on the wind combined with the sound of the boat going by and it's at its highest point and then it's passing and wondering about, uh, you know, the Doppler effect. Uh, and we see, she said I don't even know what the Doppler effect is, uh, but it sounds like something's cause. And then the boat, the boat is, uh, is it's not driving off. It's boating off. Uh, Away from us. And we see the first children. Descending some stairs. Uh, shirtless. Uh, some, A few with robes. Over their bathing suits. Uh, and a mother calls out. Don't forget it's national hamburger day. Don't forget to eat your hamburgers. And the kids all sit like a. You know, they, they they have, like, different foam things, body boards, uh, noodles, they call them. And the noodles are in a different, you know, you see a couple fresh noodles and then a couple that have been around the block, inflatables in bags of things. But these children, they're, they're, you know, they get down to the beach and they dump their things and then they go right to the edge of the water. But you know, there's no one down there yet to keep an eye on them, so they just uh, step their ankles, and then their mother calls out, "You won't get your hamburgers on National Hamburger Day if you go swimming." Wait for, wait for your uncle. And then a couple of the kids, they like after they've touched their feet, and so, you know, they they just debate of whether how cold the water is, what they think of the temperature. And two younger kids, they wander over, uh, to the beach grasses, uh, just beyond us. We watch them and they notice some wild flowers in the beach. And first they contemplate picking them, but then they just get up close and they start to observe the purples and the yellows and the whites, uh. And as they start to look, they notice more and more different types of flowers that maybe you would have just passed over if you were in a hurry to, to, you know, test the boundaries of your parent, you know, the parenting and your uncleing and the the swimming. And you wonder where your uncle is and... And you remember him saying he's not coming to the beach until the sun hits the beach and the sun is just hitting the beach, and you as a piece of sand, you know you could feel it's still cool, but you can also feel the water already warming because the sun's been hitting it a little bit. You know, the angles of the sun are strange uh, to a grain of sand, and you, you kind of scoot up. You want to see what these two kids are up to in the flowers, and one of the young children puts her hand to her ear and she takes on a thing, like a, a piece of sunscreen, a, a bottle, you know, the Noad, uh, 1004 Baba Free Edition, you know, nano, no nano, uh, whatever, totally good stuff. Even the only Noad for sale in Europe, it says on the back, uh, if they would have known better, they would have put it on the front and the back. Uh, but she holds it like a microphone. And she says, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, I'm here li- live at Whitaker Beach uh, with the Flower Report. I'm Marty Plimpton here. And I'm here with uh, Jamie, my uh, cousin. Say, Jamie, uh, w- w- what do we have here today? Well, thanks, Marty. We have here—we're here with the flower report. We've got breaking news here. We're down here at the beach, Whitaker Beach, as you stated, Marty. It's great to be here again today with you to file. Okay, let's get straight to the news, uh, Jamie. Well, Marty, we have some very exciting news. That's why we broke in and. You know, Pee Wee's Playhouse or whatever was playing. You know, whatever the Fox and the Funny Guys or whatever these kids watch today. Yeah, we're here. We have a lot. Fl- we have it, It's a tremendous news. And if you have a car, if you have kids, if you have a family, or if you don't, and if you know any bees, get them on the horn because we have what, what we're calling the Great Flower Outbreak of uh, 2017 or whatever. Whenever you're listening to this report. Well thank you Jamie. This is Marty, Mar- Marty Plimpton here and yeah, we are uh, live here at Whitaker Beach where there's been a tremendous flower outbreak. We're expecting joy. We're expecting sneezes. We're expecting pollination. We're expe- you know pistols and stamens. Everybody's welcome here at the beach, even neither or neither. And it, you will be in for a treat. Now, please watch your step and remember, this is these dunes here, these small dunes at the edge of the Whitaker Beach, uh, a beach uh, which you won't locate on any map, but just the maps that show it. These flowers, we have flowers of all the rainbow here. We, it is delightful. And it is really a, a spectacular day to be down at this beach. I can't even tell you what an honor it is to be able to bring this report. We have uh, purple flowers that are very small that you wouldn't notice unless you get on uh, your hands and your knees. Uh, so bring, you know, bring bring something you could get your knees dirty with. Hold on. J- Jamie's got—thanks, yeah, Marty. I wanted to let all everyone know as well uh, that we here at uh, Flower News Radio also have—our uh, microphones are made from sunscreen. So if you don't have a microphone made from sunscreen, please remember to bring some sunscreen. Also, it is ironic, but today we wanted to let all our listeners know today is National Hamburger Day. And if you go in the water without permission, you won't be able to eat your hamburgers. And also, th- there's a tiny, tiny breeze, just enough to make the flowers w- move. It look like they're dancing. And as you said, Marty, this is you're you like uh, we. I don't. You can't put it into words. You just got to come down here and look at the flowers. uh. And there's plenty of other things to see, uh, but, uh, you know, don't don't forget to look at the flowers. Thanks, Jamie. So this is Marty uh, Marty Plimpton here. We're live on location with the flower report, and we'll be here—I uh, guess we'll just be here observing. I don't know if we'll come up with any other news, but, yeah, there's— uh, you know, maybe if we could get any experts on here, we will break in again. But thanks, this is um Marty Plumpton checking out with the Flower Report. And you watch the kids, uh, and they're kind of uh, critiquing in a fun way, laughing at one another's performances and... And are talking about probably interviewing the flowers. Also asking, just wondering if there are bees or not. Uh, and then they start talking about bumblebees. And even you as a grain of sand, you picture those fuzzy bumblebee butts. Uh, and you remember the time you were a grain of sand? the same grain of sand, but totally different uh, in shape and size. uh But just days ago, you were on the bumblebee butt or the bumblebee back. uh, Caught up in that hair, that fur. And you'd been sound asleep when somehow it happened. You don't know if the bee bumblebee, you know. And you awoke in the sky above the same beach. uh, It looked totally different. But it all made sense and it was just about the same time it is as it is right now. You're watching the sun and the way it hit the water and the calmness of the water and the way the sun's rays went through the water to the sandy floor of the shallow parts, the way the water would ripple the way the sun would sparkle. And when you were up there you could see little minnows uh, swimming in the warm parts of the sun. You could see other fish uh, looking like they were out for a stroll. You could see driftwood drifting. And then, then the bee must have landed or bumped you off and you were back in the sand. But that was the time you spent in the sky, and while you were out on, on, on that bee in your mind, the, the two other children, uh, not that far from you, have begun to dig a great oval, and they're patting down the oval, with their hands, and patting down the sand, and the sides of the oval are slanted and the two children are planted one in the center of the oval and one on the outside and they're building little towers around the oval and you wonder what they're up to and on one of the long stretches they build a big slanted box And then one of the young children, the one on the outside of the oval, runs and grabs one of those uh, mesh bags and opens it up and pours out some matchbox cars or die-cast of vehicles. And the children gather up, three or four of them, the two of them, and they put them down and you realize it's a racetrack and... Then they line them up, and then the, the boy in the middle says, "On your marks, get ready, no get get ready, get okay, so on your marks." And then he says, "Ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary, start your engines." And the engines are started, and the engine sounds are coming out of the two children's mouths, and the cars are revving. And the waves have just picked up a tiny bit enough to give you a little bit of a feel like you are at a racetrack. And then they say, "On your mark, on your sets, get ready, go." And because sand does not lend itself to racing in the Indy 500, the boys say this is it. They, They are mostly spending their time narrating the race and melodramatically creating at times when the cars are just narrowly, you know, one taking the lead, the other one taking the lead, skidding out, uh, losing a flat tire and going into the pits. Then the cars, uh, during the race, you know, there's only about two laps of that and then the cars start doing tricks, uh, flipping over uh, riding on two wheels, uh, pop wheelies. And you notice that one is a stock car and one is like an Indy car, but they're racing on the same track. Lots of engine noises, lots of cheering, lots of fun. And then, the car, then they decide to start racing in reverse uh, and the children are saying, well, this is the first Indy 500 ever to go in the books in reverse. They are counting down the laps now in reverse. They were at lap 500 and then they decided to go back down to the start. Uh, and after they go from 490, once they get to 497, they they say, okay, now the car, they, they, and then they, they, they say, well, they're trying to figure out what to play next. And then the cars both go in, and the cars start talking. Do you want to be my friend? And then the other car says, sure, I'd love to be your friend. Okay, what do you want to do? Well, let's, uh, I'd like to go swimming. So would I. And then the boys throw the cars right in the water. And then they go to the edge of the water and they see the cars uh, are just barely covered up uh, with sand. They see the sand still like uh, floating and uh, like uh, the, the, it's kicked up with some sand, water dust. Uh, and with the, one of the cars is upside down, so it's really catching the sun's rays and the boys to try to decide who's got to go in the water. And right as they're debating what to do, there's a call from a uncle-like person that says, go ahead, go get those cars, I'm on my way down. And it, like an uncle that could only be called... Uh, a jester and a fool when he's not sleep podcasting with a, uh, a shirt that says Lufa Guard and a nose covered in zinc oxide comes down the stairs towards the beach carrying chairs and umbrellas and. The, the package full of the only no sunscreen proof for use in Europe that hasn't been invented yet because it's a fictional thing. He descends the steps and the boys run into the water and pull out the cars. And then the kids say, geez, geez, geez Uncle, Uncle Uncle Morty, Uncle Morty. And he says, I thought your kids weren't going to call me Morty, but that's it, because that's not me. And they say, hell. Oh. And the uncle says, I told you not to tell anybody who watched that show. You're acting like a bunch of ricks. And they, he, he says, they say, can we go swimming anyway? He says, what, in the National Hamburger Day, you want to go in that water? And the kids say, yes, yes. He says, okay, go ahead and test it with your ankles, uh, is it cold? And the kids say, no. And he goes, I'm positive it's cold. He goes, it's, you know, it's only 11 now. He goes, it hasn't, uh, he goes, the sun's just striking. The beach is barely, he goes, feel these uh, sand. You watch him reach into the sand and your, uh, your fellow sand members are picked up between his fingertips. And you can feel what he feels, the cold, but not freezing cold. Uh, the sand of a beach, early day beach. And he says, listen, kids, okay. He goes, yeah, we could go somewhere. First, we had to put on sunscreen. And all the kids sigh. And he says, he goes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, all aboard for the Sunscreen Ex- Ex- Express. And the kids look at him in confusion, and he says, "Line up, line up like a train." And they said, "He says, don't." Worry. He goes, "This is a special sunscreen-based train. Uh, first, you know, stops include backs, fronts, arms, legs, ears, and noses, and most importantly, the tops of the feet." Now, now departing for those locations. And the kids start to get it. And then the uncle, he shakes one of these bottles of sunscreen. And he knows it's going to be slightly cold. Then he pops the top with a flourish. Oh, tickets, please. Tickets, please. And the kids say to you. And he says, you mean you don't have any tickets for the Sunscreen Express? Then he makes a woo-woo. He goes, we'll just go anyway. He goes, uh. He goes, as a matter of fact, today's special, one ice cream, imaginary ice cream ticket for a child who puts on all their sunscreen on the person in front of them. And then he starts making, you know, all bored and choo-choo. And the kids say, we're already on. And he goes, okay. And then he's shaking the sunscreen up uh, and he's popped to the top with a flourish, as I said. And then there's the first just splats of sunscreen on the back of the child, one of the child's necks and shoulders, and a, a, like a little howl from it being colder than expected. And then there's a ferocious child who knows everything, who says, what about you? He says, no, no, no spray. And so they have a debate about it. And then he said, on the Sunscreen Express, this is what we use uh, and then he sprays each child right below their neck and across their shoulders, and the child behind them begins rubbing the sunscreen into the child in front of them. And he, he supervises, just like a, con- a conductor, not of a train, but of a sunscreen application orchestra. And he says, "Grab, you know, rubbing those earlobes gently now, gently, get the hairline, under the hair, you know, behind the ears. That's where he starts. uh, And then he he has the children You go down the neck, and he says, get the side, you know, really rub it in, just like you're rubbing their backs. And the kids are, you know, laughing and being, you know, accidentally and on purpose, tickling one another. And the sunscreen is gently being being rolled in. The kids start to look a little bit uh, a little bit iridescent uh, with the type of sunscreen the uncle prefers, which is the only no add sunscreen made in a place uh, that doesn't yet exist. But also proof for your you know whatever the good, it's the good stuff. Uh, at a great price. And they don't, the company that doesn't yet, even though they don't have any ads, they haven't realized they need to advertise on podcasts, but they don't. Uh, And then they move down to, and then he says, this is one of the most important, these shoulder blades are tricky. So be very careful on this uh, shoulder blade application. And the children follow them and, you know, You know, some have a one-piece bathing suit on, so he shows them the method of, uh, he says, just follow the, you know, he goes, "Uh, you got to tuck it under the sunscreen, you know, tuck it under the straps there. And the kids are giggling, and then he shows them the center of the back palm method. He goes, I don't know why this works better. I think it's uh, this little indentation and they do the center of the back of each one another, rubbing with the palm, the base of the palm, circling around and around, and then the sides, and then the backs of the arms, and the elbow, and the insides, and the armpits. And another essential part, that side armpit area, he says, be sure to do that and then they move down the back uh, for those uh, people whose backs are exposed lower they go down to the lower back and the hips he says that's another tricky place the sides and the hips make sure you get those good he goes oh boy and then he tells all the children, you know, take care of their own waistband. Deal with your own waistbands. Uh, you know, are really going to have to stretch to do that. But he observes it, and then the, he he just tells each child to reach out to the right hand for their sunscreen, ice cream ticket. But he really just puts a giant gob of sunscreen in there. And then he tells them about the secret Swedish uh, technique of rubbing sunscreen in both of your hands after you've gotten a glob. And he uses the Swedish, vo- Swedish chef's voice, Oki Dorky Dorky dorkie Rub your hands, a-bootie-bootie, ootie-doo. But most of the kids don't. Like, some of the kids have seen those Muppet movies, but not all of them. And then he says, everybody, you know, be ready because this is going to tickle. And then they do one another's backs and one another's thighs uh, and down to their calves and the the armpit of the leg, which doesn't get any cred. I don't know why that's not called the, I guess because it's the back of the knee. I guess that's what it's technically called. And they go down there and down to the bottom of the ankles and then he says, okay, great job. Now he goes out and that, and then he pretends he's an actual conductor. Now he picks up a stick and he taps it. He says, everyone, face me. And he goes, now we're going to do the symphony of sunscreen. And he tells the children to sit in the sand and to cross their leg in a way. And they put it like so that their right leg is up and they start at the, the top of their foot he says, I want you to play this leg like it's a viol- violin uh, that needs sunscreen. And that makes music even between the toes. And the children start to rub up, up their uh, shins and on the sides of their shins and into their knee and the front of their thighs all the way up. And then he has them do it back down. He says that's, you know, tonal and atonal, he believes. And then one of the kids tries to raise their hand to correct him. And he says switch legs. And then they, he conducts them once again on the left leg. And they, they, they like, uh, start to apply the sunscreen up to the left leg and all the way up. And then he says he you know he wants them to play the belly drums, so they start to rub the sunscreen and pat their bellies and all around their belly and their sides and up their chests and up the side up their sides and their armpit zone and the fronts of their shoulders and then he tells them about the encircling of the arm method. Uh, he says, it sounds like an oboe. Who knows what an oboe sounds like? And the kids look at one another. He goes, what about a bassoon? Anyone, bassoons. Uh, and he goes, what in the name of Charles Woodwin are your kids learning at school? And one of the kids says economics. And goes, and then he conducts them again on this uh, very uh, fancy method of uh, Just putting sunscreen on in a way that seems very technical. And he says, Don't forget the backs of your hands. And then finally, he says, Again, the Swedish method again. And he replies yet another gob to their hands. And they rub them together. And then they do their faces. And the kid, you know, of course, they don't like that very much. They all say, well, we want spray, and he says, this is much more effective, and he goes, rub it in, and he says, don't keep your eyes closed, but keep rubbing, and rub those ears, and rub that chin and that neck, and then he does an inspection, he pretends he's a bugle, he says, stand at attention. And he has the kids salute and hold pose. And that takes about 15 minutes of goofing around. And, you know, he does like another thing children tend to like, which is pretending the kids are making faces at him behind his back. And then the kids catch on and start doing that. Where he tries to turn around quickly to catch them. At first, they don't realize what he's doing. And he's saying, are you making a face behind my back? And they say, no, no, no. But then they catch on that it's just a shtick, and then they start doing it. And then he inspects all their sunscreen, which is just a way of, like, uh, reinforcing the idea that they should be aware of the sunscreen because you really can't inspect sunscreen once it's been applied. And he knows this, and they know that. And and he says, all right, uh, that's pretty good. And then he looks out, and he says, well, and then... uh, you see it, and the uncle sees it, and the children see it—a uh, a dark line of crowds on the horizon. You'd notice the water had gone quiet, uh, but there was so much activity that you would. Love. And, and then he says, "Okay," he goes, "Everybody in the water, quick!" Uh, and the the kids jump in the water, and the the sun—you know—the sky has the. Uh, the gentleman from Fish Sing is divided, not quite divided yet. It's like a 80 to 90% sun. But the uncle watches as a storm approaches from far, far away. And you wonder how far is that as far as a bee could fly? Is that four miles away or 40 miles or a fourth of a mile? But the water is calm and the sun is out and the kids dive in. And the uncle stands on the shore with just his ankles, and saying it's too cold. And the kids say, "Come on, get it, get in the water with us." Uh, uh, the irony is the uncle forgot to put on sunscreen, but it, like, luckily the uh, storm will, will, like, so there's no reason to worry because uh, he has it on the majority of his body, which just not the like the palm, you know, that middle back area. But he does have a shirt on, one of those like that goofy lifeguard shirts, uh so that would be an alternative universe. That would he would have got sunburned. But he watches the children and then they splash at him and he says, Oh no, it's too cold, it's impossibly cold, uh, for me to come in the water with you and they say, Come on, come on, uh and he takes a deep breath and he walks till the water's at his knees and the kids go out further and they say, Oh, we found a sandbar. And they have, and he says, okay, stay on the sandbar. I'm going to go underwater. Uh, and he goes deeper to his thighs and he dives in the water and then shoots right back up. And, and then, but he knows the world famous, uh, Ackerman Mango method for getting used to water, and he explains it to the children that he learned it from Charlie Mango, Dr. Charles Mango. Now, that you just jump in and out of the water. If you were at a pool, what you do is get out of the pool and jump back in. But he has a washing machine method where he jumps up and goes all the way to the bottom jumps up out of the water about 50 times, and the kids look at their uncle and they laugh and say, no wonder mother and father and grandma and grandpa and aunts and uncles call this uncle the strange one. And he shoots out of the water and back under again, and then the children laugh, and then they they do some throwing and jumping and swimming and laughing. And then they try to, they say, well, let's play Marco Polo. And I just says, well, Marco Polo is not really a fair game unless I, you know, and then i so then they start playing it. Uh, and you close your eyes as a, because you hear that sound, Marco Polo. And you hear the sounds of the kids almost getting poloed or whatever and the squeals of delight, and the calls, and the accusations, and the kids going under, uh, the sounds of fun being had over and over, sounds of delight. you think to yourself, and, and then the uncle catches everybody eventually, and the kids are, you know, there's a lot of splashing going on, but then the uncle pauses, and he hears it a rolling rumble out in the distance, and the storm has gotten closer. And now we're at a three-quarter divided sky, three-quarter sun, one-quarter darkness. And you can almost see, you're not sure if you can see it or you can imagine the line of rain out there on the lake, on the sea. And the uncle says, everybody out of the water. It's a storm coming. And the kids say, well, bummer. And the uncle says, don't worry, it's National Hamburger Day. I'm going to cook hamburgers in the rain uh, while you stay inside and watch the Adams Family. And the kids say, "Adam, He goes, yeah, it's just a great script notes episode about the Adams Family. We'll watch that uh, while I cook hamburgers in the rain. What well, could be better? And the kids come out and they start to towel off and they're actually a little bit tired and, 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 you know, whatever they got, those endorphins going. And the sun has started to tuck away, so they're a little bit cooler, uh, nestled in all of their towels over their shoulders. And they watch as the sky goes to 50% and 40%. And then the winds pick up, and the uncle says, All right, everybody, start cleaning up, clean up the cars. Uh, you know, start picking up what you brought with you. Make sure we have all of the, you know, uh, the European NOAAD. He goes, You realize I had to fly back from Brussels with just two suitcases full of sunscreen. And uh, the, the kids don't get uh, that. Uh, and they don't even know if he's kidding or not. And they start to pick up, and the wind starts to pick up a little more. And the sun starts to hide away as so we go to 30%. Uh, and you can definitely see the rain now. And the waves are splashing in a chaotic way, like not inconsistent. They're lapping, and they're splashing, and they're... It's turbulent out there in the water and then the sounds of the thunder carry off in the distance a little bit further away than we can see. But as the thunder starts it is like a rising of an evening as the sun slips away and then the wind really picks up in circular gusts and Leaves that start to swirl and the hair starts to blow, and the kids start to say, Wee, 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 and then also say, I can't believe we put on all that sunscreen. And then the, the uncle said, Patsy, come on up, it's a burger time. And the children head up the steps from the beach to the house they've rented. And one by one, you hear the door, the screen door open and close. And then you hear the kids called but to go back out to rinse off their feet and leave that outside. And then you hear the door open and close. And then you hear the open and close again as the towels are hung up to dry on the clothesline. And you can hear them snapping and whipping with the wind. And you can see the line of rain coming closer to the shore. And you can hear the rumbles of thunder increasing and the whoosh of the wind. And then you hear another round of the screen door opening and slamming shut as the, the swimsuits are hung up, uh, to dry on the line, and then the rain starts to fall closer and closer, and you feel a few drops that splash around you, and you hear the sound of the uncle singing, and you think you can even hear the sizzle of the burgers on the grill, and the smell of burgers and rain kicking up burger grease. And Uncle, you know, you're talking to no one because everyone's inside watching a movie. But then you do hear the screen, you know, and you hear the call about a cheese or no cheese on your burger, toasted bun... Or no toasted, you know, garden burgers or bean burgers and hot dogs. You hear the crack of a can of cherry lime sparkling water. You think you can even hear the slurp of the uncle slurping down the drink, uh, And then the rain really hits and you feel some relief in your sandy sandiness as the rain splashes around you, washes over you, envelops you in wind, in water, in sound. But it's all a comforting experience. The water is warm and delightful. And the sounds, they vibrate your, your, your crystal-like structure. And they vibrate the ones around you. And the raindrops aerate you and give you space. And the wind spreads you all out, especially that one grain of sand that was getting on your nerves. And you watch the beauty of the water... Uh, during one of these little squalls they call them and how quickly it had changed but how nice it is even in contrast of what it just was you look at the racetrack as it changes shape uh, what retains its shape uh, but it's a little bit different and more well worn You look at the flowers and now they're fully dancing with the wind. And some of them are shiny with the water on their skin. And you smell the burgers on the wind and you say, what a day to be a grain of sand, a grain of summer sand, listening again to the water coming in. And because of the wind, it doesn't feel like it's crashing, but just working with the other sounds and coming in and going back out like a breath, a deep, deep breath now, a deep breath coming into the shore, coming closer to you than before, coming in coming out along with the pattering, pattering, pattering of the rain and the rain and the panes of the windows and the sizzle of the grill. You close your eyes and you feel like you'd be a grain of sand at peace on the beach. Good night.